Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Mark Evans has spoken to SEN Breakfast this morning, uh, the CEO with Gary and Tim, SEN.com.au, to hear that full chat. It's fascinating. So the long haul. Well, I thought we'd go and speak to someone who has been there essentially for all but two of the years of the Gold Coast Suns. He was inaugural player, uh, went down the highway from Brisbane, uh, a Melbourne boy, born and raised, and now still residing uh, in the sunshine on the Gold Coast. But we'll get the view of Michael Riscatelli, uh, one of the people that was originally recruited not only to be uh, one of their gun players, uh, one of their early recruits, but also to be a leader who could help develop and bring along uh, the young star draft picks that they uh, were able to collate and collect uh, over the journey. And it's been good enough to jump on the line now. G'day, Michael. Oh, g'day, mate. Thanks for having me. No, thank you for jumping on. It's greatly appreciated. Um, what have you made of a lot of what's been said this <coughs> week? You, you, you've, you're still up on the Gold Coast at the moment and your, your footy club is absolutely on the top of everybody's list at the moment, along with Carlton, and, and, and no one's really holding back. What have you made of it all? Yeah, everyone's obviously, you know, I, I suppose I'm hearing in um, a lot of frustration. Um, and that's probably the word that, you know, many people are feeling right now. And um, with uh, with... With clubs, um, or and this goes for all clubs, um, they're going to go through those those stages where, when you're not winning, um, the, the frustration comes into it, and 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 how do you go about fixing the problem? Um, and the, there's been obviously you know a lot being said, and um, how do you fix it? What's what's you know what's the magic fix really? Um, but it's uh, it's I believe um, that there's, there's there's no real magic fix, but um, it's get, it's it's been said uh, a little bit in in of lately, but there's only one way out of it, and, and I've been in you know two clubs, um, and I've been in this position plenty of times where you're losing, um, and you know the group comes together, and, and you know you, you always question yourself, what do I need to do? Um, the coaches will be questioning themselves, everyone questions themselves. So no, so no one is, um, I would say right now at the footy club would would be really happy with where they're at, um, and I think that. Um, in saying that, the people that are viewing them would maybe think um, else or other, otherwise. But it's it's such a hard one because all they need to do is win, and everything will just go away. So that, that's a great one to to address. So some of the perception from people who haven't been in and around uh, the Gold Coast and had just having a look at you know there's a bunch of young guys living up on the Gold Coast. There's surf. <clears> there's sun all getting paid really, really handsomely, um, not winning, do they care? So in your time there, you, you were there from, from the day one until just a couple of years ago in 2019 when you retired, played 132 games out of your 243. So let's try and address that one. Is there the hunger, is there the care about the losses internally? Oh, absolutely. I, I think that whole analogy of not not caring or not wanting to be there, you know, up here for a holiday. Um, as you as you said, I'm, I'm you know, from Melbourne, so it's the heart and soul of, of footy. Um, and, and coming up in the, uh, to Queensland, it's, you know, I was very fortunate enough to be um, at the Lions at the time when, you know, that was the, the pinnacle. So there was a lot of success um, and some really, really great plays, but at no stage did I think that, you know, I was, you know, 
better than anyone else or I needed to just, you know, quickly slip into playing, you know, in my first or second year. Now, every club is different. Um, but uh, what I do know is that it was it was very, very frustrating early on um, in my career, only because there was, you know, you're losing as an athlete. You, you just want to win. And, and how do you get to that, that the, the second win, the third win, the fourth win? Well, um, sometimes it's about, you know, you, you, the motivation, it, it comes with, within. So not waiting for someone else to do it. Um, because a lot of AFL clubs, all of them would have, you know, some, some really good people, some really good coaches. Um, but sometimes that's not enough and, and it has to come from within. In the early days, Tony Cochran spoke during the week on the couch uh, on Fox Footy and about not wanting to repeat the mistakes of the past, which he said freely there were many. What do you think the mistakes of, of the past were and in the initial setup and early days of the Suns when you look back? If you were to go back, there was a, there was a, there was a few things, but I, for me personally, um, there was just, there wasn't enough. Um, set up, um, and what I mean by that is, there, there was clear, clearly not enough um, coaches, and there was clearly not enough support as far as for the players. Because you have to think about when you go back uh, and when you start a you know, a brand new franchise. That um, I'm not too sure how many you know staff at the time were working, but it, it, it wasn't anywhere near um, that was needed. Especially having um, a lot of you know young um, footy players that have moved from interstate um, to start something, you know, we're pretty much starting brand new. So if that was probably the, the main thing, and and especially more so now than ever, as we know, is if you don't get that support, um, and that's on and off the field, um, that's where a few things can potentially go wrong. But that's personally just my view on it, how it was all set up. Yes, we did eventually keep, you know, um, after a few years, get, um, you know, some more staff, some more coaches and whatnot. But um, purely just for me, for personally, I think it was just a little bit early with setting up and not having those, you know, particular those um, things that I've just mentioned to really get going. Because when you start something, you want to, you know, have the best um, starting and you want to make, especially at a brand new franchise, you want to do well. So, um, that was the more frustration part um, for me anyway. How did that manifest then? Were, were players just sort of left too much to their own devices, the young guys, or was there a feeling of, oh, well, maybe they don't really care as much? Should we? What was the the, 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 the real impact of, of not having the correct setup and, and enough infrastructure behind you? Well, I don't, I don't know if there was, you know, you don't, don't um, there was no blaming or not. You know, you did the best that you can. Mm. Um, there was some, you know, some really good people there, and I think people forget that um, when you're, you know, in a, a Queensland town sort of rugby, that you don't really get spoken about. Obviously, you know, being in uh, the Sutherland, but there's there's some really good people and some very knowledgeable people that you know were in the system um, up here, especially. So um, I, I think that people might have a view that you know they don't really care or um, it's just you know the lifestyle, but I know when I was there, um, it was uh, every day I tried to get better and there was plenty of other people in the same boat. They were trying to get better. There was lots and uh, lots of chats, especially from uh, when I started around the senior guys and how can we get better? You know, what do we need to do? Um, so there was lots of that happening, but 
obviously doesn't get spoken about um, because it's not, you know, on the first agenda. So um, from that point, it's 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 good and it's bad because we can just focus on, you know, the other distractions that are happening down south or wherever it is, you know, trying to, to focus and, and get the best out of yourself, but also the team and, um, and at the moment, yeah, it's it's a it's a bit of a problem. But there is, I'm sure, um, I have well, I haven't been um, I haven't been in the club for a little bit, but I'm sure there are people there knowing what's going on, obviously, and are doing their best to get the the boys back to where um, that they want to be, and that's and that's winning. It's an easy solution, really, to to say yeah, they need to win, but it's it's actually doing it, and that's the hard part. Speaking of Michael Riscatelli, former Lion, former Sun Foundation player with the Gold Coast Suns, before we get to what you're seeing when you watch them now, Michael, I wanted to sort of ask you, you came up almost through in the traditional manner. When you get drafted, you go to a club, there's senior players there, you've got to earn your keep, you've got to earn a game, and then you've got to, along the way, collate enough games and enough body of evidence to earn a big contract or, or a decent payday. That hasn't had to be the case for major- for a lot of the players that have been through the Suns. They've been drafted high, they got games straight away, and they got big money straight away in order to keep them. So how difficult was it early, and how difficult do you think it still is? And how did you find it with the other leaders that were recruited to, to try and help set the professional standards to do so and to make sure there was an accountability uh, in and amongst the group? And we understand at the time there were things, you know, with... Gary being up and back a lot and, and, and what that meant and how that looked. and But did you find that really difficult to try and set the standards and set the accountability from day one? Yeah, it's challenging. I'd, I'd say it's challenging. And every um, every player goes through their, their, their challenges individually and, and collectively. That's, that's a given um, because what you're trying to do is you, you're trying to establish yourself when you first get to a footy club you're trying to one um, get your belief, and that's probably the, the first thing. And just trying to see how the system works and know your body, um, and getting used to the program. Um, I was pretty fortunate being back in the day in 2004 um, that I had some really good people that you know, and that was majority of the list. Um, but if you look back now, it's oh, at the Sun. It's it's a little bit you know different back in the day because there's a lot more. Um, 18, 19, 20-year-olds, and they were uh, outnumbering sort of the, the older guys. And that's just the way it was. But um, when I started, it was the other way. So there would be four mm. or five, six guys that come through, and as you're right. Um, so there was plenty more opportunities, um, probably more for guys coming through to sort of see um, a lot more of what it, you know, what it is and what it takes and... Um, and what it is to be, you know, an AFL player. Having said that, the the guys that come through the system now are obviously a lot more more developed. Um, they're very knowledgeable. Um, so a lot's changed, you know, in the last sort of 16, 15, 16 years to where I was at. Um, but for the for the young guys that are coming through now, or anyone that comes through, it's it's they're they're talented and they've got good work ethic. So. You, you, you've got to be able to give them an opportunity um, to be able to produce um, and, and put him out there because yeah, a lot of the time they, they'll go into the kneeful, they'll do pretty well, but, you know, that's all about developing them. And, and so you give them a bit of a taste. Um, and 
some of the guys that they've, they've had, it's, it's, they've been, you know, some really, really good ones. But sometimes you can put a little bit too much pressure on someone that's coming through. They don't have two or three, four years just to, um, you know, sit back and sort of learn, whereas they're probably being um, wanting to get out there, you know, and it, which is great. But um, it, it might not be ready just then. And so, and so how then do you, when you've got so many high-end draft picks who are all coming to a team where they're used to being the man, and you've got a heap of them all in one place <laughs> and you've got to try and explain, well, no, you all can't be the man, uh, but that's what they're all used to being. And it's more, and it's more acute at the Suns and at the Giants because of all the draft concessions you had. And there's still that now, they're still the younger side and they've still had a heap of early draft picks coming through. So how do you manage that? Yeah, well, I, w- I wouldn't say that they're probably all like that. And um, who's to say they are? I mean, I, I can only speak from my time and, and what, or used to being like the best and, player and how, in their team, I suppose. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that's you know, it's it's if you if you are you know getting that that high draft pick, well, um, whatever the system is at a footy club, you know, you, you have to um, respect it first of all. Um, there's a lot of guys that have been there and done that, so it's it's the it's the individual really, um, and then how they take it. Now, I'm not too sure what it's like at the moment, but. Um, I would assume that you know majority, if not all, guys that come through um, would, would, wouldn't be what the to just expecting a a game. Um, well, that's so, good. That, that is a good thing. So, um, I mean, you have to you have to assume that when you get guys that come through the system, that they're not expecting a game, but you know if if they are wanting to. Um, it's a great sign because you know they're eager to learn and they want to perform. Now, being younger, it's sometimes a little bit. It takes a little bit longer, um, and at times it probably been have to throw in the deep end. Now, um, I know when I started, it, it took me quite a few years. Now, I wasn't the top ten, but um, your body has to get used to um, you know playing against men, and um, I think that sometimes we can get you know, impatient and frustrated, and as we should. But, um, you know, a lot of things have to go right. And I've said this before, but it's it's not as easy um, winning games um, as it, you know, um, probably once was. Because every game is really, really hard to win. Um, and it's not making excuses, but, you know, the, the amount of uh, kilometres that the guys run now, they're a lot more fitter, they're a lot more stronger, the hits are harder. Um, so there's a lot more to it than just, you know, the guys that come through expecting games um, and all this uh, talk about, you know, big money and whatnot. But let's not forget how the game is. You know, it's as brutal as it's ever been before. Hey, Michael, we the talk from Mark Evans today was that they've cha- they changed their recruiting strategies to try and make sure that the players that they brought in, that they could create a connectivity uh, and so that they, there was a complete buy-in. So really working hard at getting the people right as well as the player. Could you – you finished in 2019, uh, so it was probably just before I think Matt Rowell and Noah Anderson got there, but you, you were there I think when Rankin and Lacocious and King came up. So could you feel the difference in the strategy and could you feel the buy-in more acutely before you finished up at the end of 2019 from maybe what it had been? Uh, I mean, it's always good to see guys sign because it's mm. it's it's a you know it shows they want to stick around. Um, so yes, I mean it's it's hard to to have guys that leave because you've got to start again. So it's all about having guys that can stay 
and you can build the group, you know, for long periods of time. Um, you see the really, really good clubs. They have guys that, you know, can, can sort of stay for a very long time, but, you know, also performing. So there's those two things that sort of come into it. But, um, yeah, I could see those guys sticking around for sure. Uh, and, and how long do you feel when you look at them now? How far away do you think they are to being um, hardened and ready? So Justin Leppard spoke today and just said they're still the youngest side in the comp. They're, they're just not ready. I mean, they're, ju- they're just physically and probably mentally not ready. When you look at them now, how far do you think they are away and what's reasonable in terms of expectations? Uh, well, that's a... I mean, it's probably a question that uh, that everyone wants to everyone wants to know, and I'm sure that the, the sons um, are asking those questions. Um, the the timeline will be the timeline. I mean, it's it's not as easy as just giving a, a you know a, a number or, or a day or, or what. But um, the beauty about footy and the thing that footy can do is it can it can turn quickly. I know this says this gets. Um, gets said a lot this this term but um, it can turn pretty quickly and it just seems as though the, the the group just needs some confidence now once you get that confidence and you learn how to win the the challenge will be from there on is how to keep doing that but I, I believe if you can if you can if you can do that um, you, you just got to find a way to win um, because of the the hardest games are the ones that, you know, you're, you're down, um, it's happening again, and how do you change that mentality? So you've got to be able to switch it and do it quickly, but together. Um, so I don't, I don't think it's, I don't think it'll be a long, um, a long road, no question. Um, it's just the, the, the ability to have the confidence of learning how, how to win um, and, and doing that. The only way for that to happen is for guys to play. So there's no magic fix, as I said. It's it's just the ability to get the guys to, to keep playing. You've got to get them out there and play. And and then eventually, um, you know, time after time again, um, the guys know where uh, they need to improve. And the only way for them to get better is to actually get, put them out in the park. And they might lose again. They might lose the next, you know, however long it needs to be. But there's going to come a point in time where they're going to learn from it and it's just going to be time. Um how long they have, I'm not sure. But um, there's one thing that they're going to have to just keep keep doing it and you're going to keep your, you're going to roll your sleeves up and there's no other way. There's just no other way to do it. Michael, thank you so much, mate. Love the insight. Uh, love the passion that you've still got for the place and we appreciate the perspective as well. I've got to let you go. We'll speak to you again soon. Thank you, mate. All right. Thanks for that. Foundation son, Michael Riscatelli. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.